With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, welcome back to today's edition of the Don Purdom Show. I'm your host, Don Purdom. Today we're going to talk about a very heavy but educational conversation. We're going to talk about why have the authorities of our governments from local level all the way up to the top of our nations... Why are they appeasing Islamic terrorists? And do they not recognize that they have blood on their hands? This is, this is a topic that just infuriates me sometimes because I have an education in theology, uh, in Christian theology, but I also had to learn some of Judaism and uh, Islam, and I completely understand that Islam... Their only goal is world domination. And we're going to actually go later into talking about, or I'm going to read to you some of the actual statements, some of the actual statements that are in the Quran that deal with why terrorism exists. Because I'm going to tell you, I think that some of these hardcore terrorists are actually taking the Quran at its word. Here's the issue, though. Authorities from the local level in Manchester, just hours after the horrific terrorist suicide bombing in Manchester, came out and they basically apologized for Islam and warned against Islamophobia. It's absolutely unbelievable. But it's not just them. I mean, governments across Europe and even here in the United States have been appeasing Islamic terrorists for way too long. And the reality is, is that the consequences are catching up with us. And I think the question that we need to ask ourselves is, how did we get here? Is it a simple case of Israel and America and Western democracies are bad and deserve what we're getting? I mean, this is liberal thinking. Liberal thinking essentially says is if we would just leave them alone and give them what they want, they wouldn't do this. Folks, I've got to tell you, you couldn't be more wrong. This didn't start just in the 1970s. This goes all the way back to Muhammad himself. This is not new. Yesterday, I got a comment on my YouTube video that absolutely blew me away. Here's what this person said, and folks, I just got to warn you ahead of time, it makes me scratch my head, it might make you scratch yours too. Quote, what about the Christian and Hebrew jihadis? Who are the Christian and Jew, (laughs) who are they? Who are these jihadis and Christianity and, and Judaism? Anyway, what about the Christian and Hebrew jihadis? Your facts may be true, but two sides of the same coin. Fundamental Christians started this neo-crusade, perhaps at the beck and call of their Hebrew masters. Eye for an eye is an Abrahamic mantra close to brainwashing. End quote. Wow. So really what we're saying is, is that a terrorist who is willing to kill people at all cost 
is brought on by Christians and Hebrews. We're going to get into some of this a little bit later in the show. What does this actually mean? What is he actually saying? What's the roots of this this insidious statement? Here's a real problem, though. Today, the authorities have just spent more time appeasing those in Islam who have no interest in refuting Islamic terrorists. And we are seeing the effects of liberal policies and ideologies fail right in front of our eyes, both in the United Kingdom, in France, in Germany, in Brussels, in Scandinavian countries, and yes, even here in the United States. In 2016, the mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, who happens to be Muslim, said that citizens have to get used to living with terrorism. He's not alone. After a series of terrorist attacks in France, the French prime minister told his countrymen that France will have to live with terrorism. In other words, what they're saying is that terrorism is the new normal in Europe. Say what you want about George W. Bush, but thank God when 911 happened, he did not have the audacity to say such a thing. America stands for justice. We stand for liberty and freedom, even though we have violated some of those things since, since 9-11, and I'll, and I'll talk about that a little bit later too. But the fact of the matter is, we didn't apologize and say we were the fault for what happened. We blamed the blame where it belonged, and that was on those people who committed those acts of barbaric treason. They, the, the terrorist who would do such audacious things. But in Europe, they don't do that. They followed President Obama's lead, who reversed what President Bush was accomplishing. In fact, they've normalized this. So much to the point that FrontPageMag.com had an article by a journalist named Daniel Green who has been following the trends of Islamic terrorism and documented this deep and wide. And what he said in his article was, quote, The Greater Manchester Police are one of only two police forces to list Islamophobia as a hate crime category. Did you catch that? It is hate crime to call out Islamic terrorists for who they are in Manchester. Unbelievable. And as the horrific bombing at the Ariana Grande concert at the end of the concert on Monday night, everyone was already thinking what was really going on here. Everybody intuitively knew, whether you were in Britain, France, all over Europe, in the United States, Canada, doesn't matter. We already knew what it was. It was a terrorist attack. And in the times we live, what's the probability there could be anything else? In Manchester, Daniel Green goes on to report, this is just, this is mind-numbing to me, folks. That there, is a, that there is direct reporting by Daniel Green that the police chief there acted more as a supporter of Islam than in law enforcement protecting his people. And the mayor was right there with him. Mayor Burnham, quote, 
Mayor Burnham accused opponents of Islamic terror of racism, xenophobia, and all the usual stuff. He insisted that there was a huge Islamophobia problem that was being hidden because Muslims were too afraid of the police to report this rash of imaginary crimes. There's a lot of people in this country not necessarily at risk from Islam extremism, but it's far-right extremism. Holy cow. So let me get this right. To apologize for Islam is mainstream, and Islamophobia should be at all costs eradicated. But for those who commit acts of terrorism in the name of Islam, huh, well, what do I even say about that? We're going to go fight Islamophobia instead of taking care of the people that are causing the real problems and blowing up places and murdering innocent people and gunning down people in places of, of entertainment. If you think this problem's isolated to the UK, though, you'd be wrong. I mean, we already know about France and Brussels and some of the Scandinavian countries, but it's here in the United States as well. Did you know that for every year of the Obama presidency, there was a, U there was a terrorist attack on U.S. soil? Time and time again, Obama treated acts of terrorism by radical Islamic terrorists as a normal crime. He refused to call it what it was. It was an investigation into a normal crime. Now, instead of calling it what it was, President Obama went on an apology tour. He went to Cairo right out of the gate in 2009 and basically blamed the United States for terrorism and for the rise of terrorism. But thank God, now that President Trump is in office, that damage is being undone. We have gone back to the policies of calling it what it is. I love it that President Trump said, I'm not going to call them even what they are sometimes. I'm just going to call them losers. <laughs> I thought that was pretty great. But we are in a fight against an ideology and religion that in, is not in any way interested one bit in coexisting or getting along with us. They are not interested in, in becoming a part of the fabric of our societies, of integrating in. They aren't interested in that. They have an agenda. And we're going to get down to what is that agenda in just a few minutes. But I, what I want you to understand is, is that the Quran clearly teaches terrorism. Muslims are told to fight unbelievers until they are either dead, converted to Islam, or in a permanent state of subjugation under Muslim domination. And allowing people of other faiths to live and worship independently of Islamic rule is not an option. Let me give you some quotes right out of the Quran. Quote 1. Say to those who have disbelieved, if they cease from disbelief, their past will be forgiven. And fight them until there is no more disbelief. And the religion will all be for Allah alone. But if they cease worshiping others besides Allah, then certainly Allah is all seer of what they do. Do you catch that? 
you're only forgiven in Muslim Islam if you worship the way they worship, if you believe exactly what they believe. But it gets worse than that. Listen to the next part. Quote, Fight those who believe not in Allah, nor the last day, nor hold that forbidden which hath been forbidden by Allah and his messenger, nor acknowledge the religion of truth. And what's the religion of truth? The religion of the Quran. Of the people of the book, until they pay with willing submission and feel themselves subdued. Catch that. Fight those who believe not in Allah. Next verse, quote, And fight them until fitna is no more and religion be only, only for Allah. But if they desist, then let there be no hostility except against wrongdoers. Now, who is a wrongdoer? A wrongdoer is a person who doesn't believe what they believe. See, this is not the religion of peace. I don't care what Islam's meaning is. It is not peaceful when you get down to it. And these verses supersede all over ver all other verses in the Quran because it is some of the last verses written by Muhammad. So understand that their goal, plain and simple, is not to coexist with you, not to be tolerant of you, not to live with you. It is to either subjugate you if you don't believe or convert you by any means necessary, including killing you. Islam has been at war with every person who doesn't believe it from the day it was founded. So let's talk about for just a second, when did the modern terrorist movement actually begin? The modern terrorist movement, as we experience it today. Well, it really starts with the rise of Israel in 1968 when they took back their country, when they took back their borders from Muslims. And yet this really does go all the way back to the Crusades when the Muslims came from out of Saudi Arabia and out of the Middle East uh, segments of the Arab world and they took Israel. And then they continued marching westward and the Pope knew that the war with the Muslims was coming because they were following through on the Quran. So, you know, you get into the Middle Ages and the Crusades, and what you have is, is a pushback by the Crusaders, who are Christian, against the Muslims to prevent them from coming in and dominating and taking over the Western world. And there was some success that they had. Obviously, they took... Um, you know, they took what, what today is Turkey and Constantinople. And then they renamed Constantinople. So let's go back and think about this. Uh, it goes back that far, but what about the modern movement? Well, it really did start with the rise of Israel in 1968. And then in the 1970s, we had two major incidents that defined terrorism today. The first was the massacre in Munich. And this is during the Olympics in the 1970s. And then the Iran hostage crisis in the late 70s. And of course, many of us tend to be a little more familiar with that one because it ushered in President Reagan. So you can see 
in the 70s the rise of this. In the 1980s, we see a little bit more of it coming on with airline hijackings, the conflicts with Libya. Remember, President Reagan had to bomb Libya because of their acts of terrorism to try to get them back into line. And then we had the PLO, the Palestinian Liberation Organization. And as they were fighting Israel, they rally most of the Arab world, the Muslim world, around the idea of recapturing Israel again. And then in the 1990s, we'll have more instances of them trying to bomb the World Trade Center. Uh, You can remember, uh, matter of fact, that the guy who headed that, uh, the Muslim who who headed that and tried to bomb the, the parking garages underneath the World Trade Center to collapse it, he was unsuccessful, but he just recently died in prison. And then we have some other incidents like um, the bombing of the USS Cole in Yemen. And, um, well, we see by the time we get into the 2000s, it, it comes into the United States with 911 and the greatest, most horrific act of war on American soil since the uh, bombings of Hawaii by the Japanese in World War II. Listen to these numbers. These numbers are astounding. In the 1970s, nearly 9,840 incidents of terrorism were recorded worldwide, and more than 7,000 people were killed. Now contrast that from 2002 to 2013. 72,185 terrorist attacks occurred. I can't even do that math. We went from 9,840 during the entire 70s to over 72,000 from 2002 to 2013. And nearly 170,000 people died because of those terrorist attacks in the 2000s. The real roots, Israel and a more strict interpretation of the Quran, and who stands in their way of fulfilling the, the deeds of the Quran? The free democratic Western societies of Europe and primarily the United States. Folks, you have to understand, we are the target. We're the target. We are the only thing keeping them from taking Israel back, one, and then two, from converting the entire world to Islam. I mean, in their minds anyway. We're, we're what stands in their way. We are the dominant, dominant military and economic power of the world. So I don't understand. If we're the target, why do politicians and law enforcement spend more time talking about Islamophobia and defending them without understanding them than in protecting their own citizens against these barbers? They are not a culture of of kindness if you don't believe their religion. And that brings me to the next thing. It's not just politicians and authorities. It's also celebrities. These people who live behind walls and gates themselves and have bodyguards and people to protect them. They're out there saying the most outlandish things. Uh, Yesterday, you had Katy Perry on the Elvis Durant show talking about we need open borders and more love. What kind of nonsense talk is this? You're inviting the bad people into your own home that would seek to poison you. I mean, you don't make a wonderful potluck dinner and tell people who would want to hurt you to come on in with your poison food. That's not how it works. 
Justin Timberlake out there tweeting and Miley Cyrus out there tweeting about we need more love and more understanding. You're right. We need to be educated on what these people believe and how do we deal with these people. We are not going to convert these people to our lifestyles, to our belief systems, to our way of thinking about freedom and liberty and democracy. Because that's not who they are. It is best to contain them than it is to open our borders and embrace them. Let's think about this. What are the real, what is it that they're really saying? What are the politicians and the celebrities really saying? They may not mean to be saying this, but what are they really saying? I think they're saying three things. I think they're saying, one, if you want peace, then appease them. Two, if you want peace, then open your borders and just give them what they want. Because they want what you and I want, which is not true, but that's what they're, that's what liberals believe. And then third, if you want peace, be weak and surrender your freedom, your choice of religion, and your way of life. That's the ultimate outcome, folks. If you want peace, be weak, surrender your freedom, religion, and way of life. See, we have to get it in our heads that it's more than they want to kill you because of your way of life or because we're a democracy and we're free and all. It's more than that. That's all surfacey stuff. And that's the stuff they want us to believe. Because while we're believing that, we're opening our borders and inviting all of these people in who, on the surface, it looks like they just want to be free and live their lives and have a hope and a future and... And it's compassionate to do that. But folks, we have to realize, just as the Quran said and these terrorists believe, we are in the way of Muslim domination. The Quran explicitly states, convert the world by any means necessary. Have you ever noticed that there are no condemnations by Muslims for their acts of terror and murder, even the moderate ones? When's the last time you heard a moderate Muslim come out and condemn it? Did you hear any widespread condemnation of what happened in Manchester on Monday night? From inside Manchester even, from within that community. No, you didn't. Matter of fact, the father, the brother, everybody's involved in it. They're complicit in some way. Katie Hopkins, who I talked about yesterday in her fantastic Fox News, or her interviews yesterday on Fox News, and she went beyond that yesterday afternoon and evening, but talked about how we are to blame for this because we open ourselves up. We invite the problems to come here because we don't recognize the threat for what it is. We turn a blind eye and we just say, come on in, blow us up if you want. She actually put the blame of the murder of those innocent children on the policies of the government. And who created those policies? Liberals did. And she has a tweet up yesterday of a picture from television with a bunch of those Muslims in the community in Manchester being interviewed. And she says, quote, No remorse, no condemnation, no sense the attack was wrong. And yet the authorities are more concerned about Islamophobia than protecting their children. 
folks, the unfortunate truth is, is that our governments who are run by liberals have blood on their hands. And until they come to recognize the threat that we're really against, this will only escalate. This is only going to get worse. It is up to you, the citizen, to learn, whether you're in England or France or any other European country. And as an American, I will say, especially in the United States, we have borders to protect us from people who would seem who would seek to harm us. Vote appropriately or you risk losing your country, your culture, your freedoms, and your way of life. I mean, look, people in Manchester, England right now are already saying they're scared to death to take their children out. They are scared to death to go to the shopping mall. They are scared to death to live their lives. You can change it. You have the power to change it by voting in the people who will say no more. What do you think, folks? I'd love to hear your opinions and thoughts. Jump over to DonaldPerdom.com. I keep doing that. To DonaldPerdom.com and tell me what your thoughts and opinions are on this topic. If you're on YouTube or Facebook where you see this, please share it. And I'd love to get your thoughts and hear your points of views, even if you don't agree with me. So until tomorrow, I look forward to uh, sharing with you again a new thought on a new subject. We will be talking a lot now about ethics moving forward, the ethics of government, the ethics of policies, and why policies are ethically and morally right or wrong. So until then, I look forward to hearing from you. I hope that you have a fantastic day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.